Welcome to Somebody Date Jen and Kyle, the podcast where two people in their 30s are on their quest to find love. I am Jen Sanford. That old bastard is Kyle Marshall, and we're here with you on a Friday night. Kyle, how are you? To be honest, uh, I feel like I am being punished for the sins that I have committed uh, in the past. If people listened to last week's episode, you'll know that uh, I continue my spiral of uh, exploring my sexuality. A spiral. Okay. Okay. So bold and, language choices today. Yeah, I know. I mean, I, just so people don't write in, I'm being a bit tongue in cheek here, but God has smited me down uh, for my wayward ways okay. and has decided to inflict upon me first, basically a 24 hour sickness where I could only stand for about 20 minutes before I got too woozy slash uh, nauseous that I had to go lie down in my bed again for like 45 minutes. So that was not fun uh, this past uh, this past Thursday. And now I'm, I'm, I'm good, quote unquote good. I don't feel bad like physically, but uh, you might hear my voice that I sound a little bit haggard. So uh, it's a bit of a struggle to, to speak right now. And occasionally I'll get into a coughing fit, but. Well, what do you think is wrong with you? Oh, again, I told you, uh, God is punishing no. me for for choosing to be gay. And uh, so <laughs> <Stop>. it's... <laughs> stop, stop. We are going to get hate mail because I'm yes. getting a man who I refer to as Jesus. Yep. You're now, we're, we're going to be in some real trouble here if we carry this on. And you are conservative. You've tried to get me to go to a gay conversion camp on more than one occasion. Oh yeah. I'm... Let's have that be on the record that I did Just that. Oh my God. Total lie. Total lie. <laughs> Thank Just you. Has not been nothing but nice. Thank um, you. Of course. Of course. Ally. Anyway, so that's where I'm at. But I will say the the biggest thing from this, this this doesn't really have anything to do with, you know, getting sick for like a day or anything. But I I was doing some soul searching. I think I have been going, and you even pointed this out, I think, last week, a bit buck wild on the whole like a (laughs) grinder app thing. So emphasis on the buck. Yeah. A lot of buck. <laughs> and, and and so if people also remember, if you go back in time to our podcast, part of the reason I went on there in the first place was to try to get better at sex, to feel a bit more confident in same-sex relationships. And I do feel that I have accomplished that goal. Uh, there's a bunch of other goals I had listed out on my return back from New York City and having you know, a mental breakdown. But this one, I feel like I can go to my checklist and do like a ding, like I can actually check it off the list. Mm-hmm. So I deleted Grinder off my phone this week. <gasps> Whoa. It's done. It's out of my life. I'm not going Whoa. back to it, at least in the short term. I think, Kyle, you're being a little bit, uh, you're burying the lead because mm. I, we had an intervention French toast, which is slowly becoming what I'm known for. <laughs> and here's, here's the genesis of that. I was on Etsy shopping as I do as a coping mechanism. Like some people eat, just eat a whole loaf of bread. I hit the Etsy shopping mm-hmm. and there was a doormat. <laughs> the doormat read, there's some whores in this house and you have <laughs> no idea how close you came to being the owner of that mat. You know, aside from my, my secret love affair for Cardi B, we did have, a, we did have lunch last week and we had what I'm calling intervention French toast. Uh, to talk about like what are you are you okay (laughs) are you okay (laughs) so is it me did i am i am i bringing you back to the light or did you come to this on your own 
I would say that you probably tip the scales. So I'll say like if we're doing percentages, it's probably like 65% you, 35% me. I'm going to say it's somewhere in that ballpark. Like, listen, like I think like there's something about blowing the cobwebs out, you know, getting a, you know, getting back in the saddle, whatever euphemism you want. But then there's also the fact that you are on the pursuit of love and that which does not help you hinders you. So what's hindering you there, Jen? (laughs) i'm reading a book Uh i'm reading a book called the mountain is you and it Mm -hmm. basically is like you got problems and you just got to get out of your own way i have never felt more seen it's gutting i highly recommend it if you hate yourself to read this (laughs) book because i mean it's got to get better wait a second wait a second i have to find a pen wait a second okay (laughs) (laughs) it's terrible but as i mentioned like i've just put everything on ice because I'm trying to trying to deal with, you know, this iterative nature of, of guilt. Kyle, I don't know what's happening. Like normally in my life, I make space for everything. And I'm feeling like I'm in this spot where I'm just coming up short. Like I'm just coming up short. Like in my friend relationships, they're like, oh, you're canceling again. Like we never see you. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I don't know where the time's going. And then like in my to-do list, I'm like, how did I not get all of this accomplished? Like, how is the day over? And then, like, certainly in my relationship with Jesus, which, of course, is the man I'm going on dates with who's currently on ice, I, like, I'm, he's always like, oh, it's not enough time. I'm only going to see you once this week. I'm only going to, me and the fam here, we miss you. And I'm like, yeah, I'm just sorry to just, I'm just disappointing everyone. And even Peloton, not yet a sponsor, but screw you, is, sends me these emails to be like, hey, did you know how much better you could be doing if you were, like, rode this more? I went to the if dentist and the dentist is the like, you should be flossing 77 times a day. What's wrong with you? I just feel like everywhere I look, I'm coming up short. And I just don't know why, because I'm fully using 24 hours in every day. And even the dog, like, I'm just like, I know he was looking at me this morning, like, hey, do you think we could like go for like a long walk? And I'm just like, no, <laughs> I just don't know. I just, I don't know what's wrong with me. I just feel like it's I'm just coming up short everywhere and everybody's telling me it's okay, but they say it in that way. That's bullshit. Right. When they're like, (laughs) yeah, I mean, it's okay. Are you okay? And I'm like, well, no, I I just feel, I don't think I've ever felt this defeated. What do you think is the root cause of this Kyle? Uh, your perfectionism. I don't know. Probably that has a bit to do with it. Uh, I think you, Continue to want to have certain things accomplished at a certain period of time. And uh, the clock is ticking. I think this is the recurring story <laughs> that we keep coming back to. Yeah, well, I've wasted and some I think time. It goes back to what you just told me. What does not help you is hindering you. And I think you're butting up against like a dozen or so things that are hindering you. Yeah. And it feels scary to be like, bye, and like <laughs> cut the ties to everything all at once. I know. I know. I know. I'm such a pansy about that. I like what you said. Was it last week or two weeks ago when you're like, I'll like, I'll try anything in a relation to get into a relationship. And then once I'm in the relationship, if it's not serving me, I'll let it go. And I'm like, you know, out on the first date, second date, like, but then once they get into like the relationship modality, I can't let it go. It's like, I think that was such a profound observation that you had about the two of us. Both equally unhealthy, I think, but hey. Both completely toxic and and not not conducive. Quality of it, but I want to get into our topic this week because I, you've asked to talk about this on numerous occasions and I've been like, oh no, but here we are. 
Kyle, have you ever dated someone with an age difference? Well, I mean, I'm assuming you're saying a, a steep age difference and not just like a yeah. different age than yourself. Because then, yes, of course, everyone has. Yeah. Yes, I have. Say more. Uh, I would say that especially during this grinder experiment over the last, however it's been, couple months, predominantly who was matching with me were people that were on average eight to nine years younger than than I am. Younger? Whoa, I thought for sure you were going to say older. No, no. I have dated people that are older than me, but... Yeah, no, it was it's it was primarily that, and uh, I'm trying to think. I'm try- I'm just flipping through like all the relationships I've ever had. I would say that the vast vast majority are either very close to my age, like we're talking <laughs> same year or like a year older, a year younger, or yeah, that eight to nine years younger. Like that's the two groups. <laughs> Those are the two groups that I seem to kind of like. That's why go between. Okay, what's your ideal? age range to date in i can't answer that because i <laughs> i because i don't date based on the person's age i there's, there's you're saying it wouldn't matter to you at all if they if you matched with someone who was like 70 years old mm, no that that no you're correct i have this see this is this is i'm gonna get canceled jen i'm gonna, no, get, not gonna get canceled Okay, if you're going to get canceled, then I'm definitely going to get canceled. So you better just out with it. And I can even see you holding back. You do that weird thing with your eyebrows. (laughs) I wiggle them. I have a huge mental block of dating anyone that is more than five years older than me. And where do you think that comes from? Well, Jen, I do have father issues. And it probably goes back to the time when my dad... No, I don't know. I have no idea. Um, Oh, my God. I'm not qualified for this. I I don't know. it's, it's, It's this weird thing is that... Had you asked me at 22, like, would you, would you date a 39-year-old? I'd be like, ugh, no, gross. Are you kidding me? <laughs> but then, I mean, there's, there's been people that are 22 years old that have expressed interest in me. I'm like, e, I don't know. I don't know if I, if I, if I want to do that or not. Well, this um, brings me to my next question, which is that we live in a world where we're like accepting that which we used to shun. Right. Yes. Like body positivity, this idea that you, we can be in a polyamorous relationship, even how far we've come with, you know, gay and lesbian and 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 all of all of those different sexuality and sexual identification. The idea that group sex has been more sex, more socialized, like all of these taboos have come away. And yet dating with an age difference has remained a taboo. Why is this, Kyle? Well, I, I think it actually does depend on what your sexuality is, because in the I will say in, in gay bisexual circles for the longest time, it may be a little bit different here, like very, very recently, but it was actually not out of the norm for there to be a pretty steep age difference of like 10 to 15 years, especially if you're coming from a smaller center because there is a smaller pool of gay people that you have access to. So sometimes it is that thing of like, yeah, this 25 year old guy is dating a a 45-year-old or a 42-year-old because that is the pool that you have open to yourself. Do you think it's more socially acceptable in gay and lesbian circles than it is in heterosexual relationships? I think it can be. I think it also gets into that whole like daddy complex as well, which is a bit of like a a subtext and a, and, uh, a kink that does pervade that industry. Or yeah, industry okay. that pervades that, that, that culture. 
And so then I so, say industry. So, I mean, my ex, my ex, we were together for mm. eight and some odd years. We'll say we'll round up to nine, one and a half of them happy. And there was an age difference between us. So I ran into that relationship just at the end of being 30. And he was 25 years older. He was 55. Whoa. Yeah, we I were 25. That it was that big. Ironically, we were, we were 25 years to the day. Mm. Which actually became this weird problem because then anytime someone had a milestone birthday, the other person had a bigger milestone, right? Then yeah. I turned 35, but he was 60, right? And so like the, his milestones were always much bigger than mine would ever have and been. And so the right? resentment set in because you didn't get enough birthday presents. Well, they're like, you know, congratulations, you're still alive. And you're like, well, wait, I'm, you know, this is a milestone for me too. I mean, you went into that, of course, knowing there was that age difference there. Mm -hmm. Was that an attractor to you of like an older man or was it just that it just was what it was? Well, I think it was a couple of things. I think the first thing is that I'll, I'll talk about like the rational mind and then I'll talk about like the, I think the subconscious that was existing. So I had come out of a marriage where there was a three-year age difference between us, like two and a half, three, which I'm sure seems normal. I went into this relationship because I think I looked around at the dating pool and it was guys wearing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle shirts, playing video games, mm -hmm. um, you know, still calling their mom to ask them, you know, what the, if they could book them a dentist appointment. And I think I just at this point thought, okay, I'm at this part of my career where I really want to be career focused. I really just want to be an adult. I don't want to have to be with someone who I have to be like, do you have a suit? Do you know how to behave at a funeral? Do you know how to hold, like, do you know which fork is for which course? And I think I looked at my dating pool and thought there's, there just isn't that guy. And so then I think when you meet someone who's like, I've lived life, I give great advice. I, you know, I've, I've, I've accomplished things. I was raised in a more, you know, traditional time. I know how to treat a woman, you know, really well. I have experience in bed. I, I know I kind of have, you know, I kind of know how to be in a functional relationship. Right. And I've kind of wrestled down those demons of, you know, who I am, my, and what will I become? And was there a bit though, of like, um, um, uh, even just a hope or an expectation that there is a maturity level there that they can take care of you? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. That was, that was huge. I think I was like, I'm, I've got so much risk in my life. I'm going to start this business. I'm really going to figure out who I am. And I think that there was a real great sense that I was going to have someone who like knew how to balance a checkbook and like knew right, you know, right. how to make smart, you know, investing decisions and home decisions and, and kind of had a great grasp and it was handy. I think that was the other thing was that I was like, God, I wish there was a bookshelf in here. And he's like, I'll build you a bookshelf. And you're like, like with your hands, <laughs> which you what? don't, which yeah. you don't get from most, yeah. most men who were born in 1983, like I was. I think there was that piece that was the conscious part around like, there's just going to be someone who's just kind of going to be a partner. But I think the subconscious part of it was that I had come out of a marriage where there was so much pressure to get married, be domesticated, have kids. And I just wasn't ready. So dating someone who was on the other side of all of that kind of was a get out of jail free card. Now, of course, I got into that relationship and then changed my mind. Right. Then I was like, okay, well, if you're going to have a family with someone, why not have a family with someone who's older and wiser? And he made a great case around like, you know, you, you wonder how much a, a father can spend time with their children. What does that look like when they're retired? Like then that's all that time. And I think he was trying to relive a lot of past demons from his, from his raising of his kids. And I think he thought maybe I have one more crack at this. Right. 
Right, right. Plus, I think it was exciting for him to be able to say, like, this is someone younger and there's no wrinkles here. Unlike now, like my ass didn't look like cottage cheese. So, you know, all those great benefits. But I I think that there was the conscious part, which was that, you know, there is going to be someone who's going to have life experience here that's going to know how to do stuff and support me and 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 not like not support me like I'm looking for a sugar daddy, but kind of be a partner to me on a more elevated level. And then there's the other side which was that I think I was genuinely just trying to buy myself time. But I have to tell you, it reveals such a bullshit gender bias. Kyle, I can't even tell you. What does he get? He gets the odd ribbing, like some of his coworkers put a car seat in the back of his vehicle. Like he gets the odd ribbing. Yeah. But mostly he gets, isn't she pretty? Isn't she nice? You guys seem so happy. Must be so fun. Good for you, buddy. Way to find happiness. I get something very different. Like, oh, he must have money. And, you know, he was, you know, fit and tall and, you know, he could keep up with me just fine. There wasn't a great financial, you know, deviation between the two of us. I took it all the time in terms of like, what's wrong with you to want to be with someone like this? And, you know, inside and outside of my family, right? It was, it always, in the beginning, I think I was super sensitive to like people looking and people looking at us. And then I kind of, the more comfortable you become with it, the less you look at it every now and again. Like it seemed to be every time we go get a flu shot, they'd be like, congratulations. You want to send your dad in that? Or if Mm -hmm. one of us wound up in the hospital, there was always an assumption that this was a parent or a child taking care of the other. That's always my fear because the dates I've gone on where again, there is that more steep difference in ages. Do I look like a creep? Uh, Do they think I'm their dad? (laughs) Is that going to make again make it look like I'm a creep? But nine years, like eight nine years, that's yeah, not enough. Look at the fissures in my face and oh the lack of God, hair. Stop it! I'm what a are you walking, talking about? I'm a walking death mask. No, you okay? are not. What is wrong with you? You are not. You are but not. There's so there's that fear that I have, but also what I I discovered again. These are not long healthy relationships by any stretch of the imagination but there is also the expectation oh you're the older you're the older one in the relationship you know you know about stuff you know how mm-hmm. things get done well that was you know my expectation this... and i'm like nope i'm so totally clueless on most things in life because i uh i flail yeah but that comes from a deep-seated feeling that you should be somewhere different in your life than you are at the age that you are like that comes from something that you're reflecting about yourself that you're projecting out into the out into the ether, right? Not to make this at all about me, I promise. This is why we put your name first in the title, by the way. Somebody date Jen and that other person. <laughs> and uh, okay, so my my mom has a great group of friends, and my mom's like one of those people that has a ton of friends. And one of them came to my mom and was like, "How are you fine with Jennifer dating this super old guy?" And my mom's like, "Well, it's not my most favorite." But he shows up on time and looks nice and she's happy and all of her goals are, and dreams are happening. I mean, she's, you know, wanted to, you know, do a lot of things and she's mm-hmm. accomplishing those things independent of this relationship. So I'm just trying to hang in there. Did we anticipate this for Jennifer? No, but here's where we are. She would not let it go. And she said, well, you're not getting to the core issue of it. And my mom's like, what do you mean? And she's like, well, clearly something inappropriate has happened between Jennifer and your husband, my father, for Ooh. her to think that this is appropriate. 
That's weird. Okay. That's fucked, honestly. And I, like, my mom handled it really well in terms of saying, like, let me assure you, like, certainly Jen and, and you know, her father are close, but there's no impropriety here. Even the mere suggestion, like, so then they, you know, tell me this, like, mom, mom colloquially says, like, hey, this thing happened. And I was like, I don't ever want to see that woman ever again. I will physically fight her. <laughs> like, that was so inappropriate. But I think that that's what people, people look for the mm-hmm. rationale around like and then we still see it like when you see like a you know scrawny man with a plus size woman people are like what that look they don't look like they go together like we always is... want our partners to look like they should go together and when they don't we freak out and try to be like hey what's the underlying core issue and this woman just thought you know what mate apply here sexual impropriety between like what like incest i think is what she was uh, whatever oh, i've never seen that woman again and I still just think if I like, I'm still mad about it all these years later because yeah. it's so it look like, what an inappropriate thing to say. I don't know how many times that comes up on like anonymous Reddit of like, tell us what your actual kinks are with no shame or whatever. And it's so many times like I'm actually really into either husky men or husky women or like bigger people. But I can't say that because my friends make fun of me for it. And I've always I know, found, isn't that it's so weird to me that that's the mentality out there. Well, I just, again, back to my other point around, like, there's so many taboos that we're breaking by this idea of love who you love. Like, love is love is love. And yet we're like, well, not that. Mm-hmm. Like, we're still like, not that. Not so, that. To get back to the actual question you asked me and then I didn't really answer it, which is the actual age range for me at the age of 39, 26 to 45. That is kind of my age range I'm looking at. That's kind of my high and low, which I realize is not equitable in the two sides no. of the coin. Yeah, no, they're not. But I also say that that if Kate Blanchett started hitting on me, I'd be like, age is just a number, right? And I'd be like totally down for that. Yeah, I get that. I get that totally. <laughs> I want to ask this probing question because I think this is important. There's the number that we give, 26 to 45. Tell me right now that that's actually what you have said on let's say tinder because i bet you it's not it is actually that is actually (laughs) okay so are you being honest or would you hit a reddit sub sub thread and be like i date someone who was 21 like honest 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 be be honest but but that's the thing is that that the dating pool i am casting the net for is that age range but i also recognize that as long as I'm not going after, I don't know. Yeah, like, to answer your question, yeah. Like, if there was, like, this amazing person who was 21 years old that I stumbled across, yeah, I would probably want to pursue that. But I'm not actively pursuing that, which is, I think, the difference. I'm not staying outside the high schools trying to pick up people to, to date. See, this was what drives me crazy. You just fell into your own taboo because there's lots of men, 21, 22, that aren't at high school and yet you just were like, no, if I'm attracted to that, I am a, I am a creep. I know, but it's, it's, it's also the difference. Like, look at Leonardo DiCaprio. He legit is at the DMV being like, who turned yeah. 18 today? He, he has never dated anyone longer than 30. Like they get to 30 years old and he usually right. you know, breaks up with them. I think where it really comes down to, I think we focus so much on the actual number. This is so dangerous to the phrase it this way. We get so focused on the actual number of the age that we sometimes forget about the emotional intelligence of the person at the same time. I have met some vastly immature 35-year-olds that I'm like, no, I would never want to be in a relationship with you. Yes, you have met them, but I have dated them. 
and you have dated them. Whereas like, yeah, there's been 24 year olds who are like, oh, okay, like you're, you know what you want. You're going after it. You're smart. Like there's all this other stuff that you are there for and I, I also have to be honest with my own family's history you know talking about taboo and talking about like what would not fly today i would not be here like my dad would have been canceled so fast if he was living in this time frame like he was Why? my age now he is five years older than my mother and uh-huh. they started dating when she was in high school oh scandalo mm-hmm yeah. So Scandalo. he was already graduated and working and he was dating a 16 year old. But then they've been married for 40 something years now <laughs> at oh, this point. Scandalo. Yeah. Isn't that interesting how the time mm-hmm. period goes by the old. Yeah. When my mom got married, her parents had to sign a form mm-hmm. saying like, yeah, she can. I have just a second. I got to get my soapbox. I'm just getting Just wait, Kyle. I'm just getting it. I'm just. Can you hear me? I'm getting it. Yeah, I got you. I'm I'm getting it. Okay, sorry. sorry. I think it's bigger than last time. No, no. Play the music. I would like to formally declare that we are talking about dating with an age gap in no way. No, how not for one second of one minute of one day of one period of time. Are we ever suggesting that grooming, abuse of power, any type of scandal related to young people being uh, being put in vulnerable positions by older men or older women being any type of appropriate. We do not condone anything. We think people like R. Kelly are the garbage of the earth. We think teachers who pry on students should go to a special kind of jail where they never, ever, ever come out. We're going to talk about a lot of things tonight, but under no circumstances, at no point in time, do we think it is okay at all for there to be any type of grooming or abuse of power between two people of two different age groups? Yes? Are we all on the same page? Okay, I'm getting yeah. down. Kyle, have me get down. Yeah. All right. I guess this is why you always tell me to bring the stepladder. I think you're right. I, and I think it also comes down to that, that balance of power, right? If you're meeting on a dating app, you are you are both coming in there with the same amount of power. But uh, when it's when there it does age comes into it, I think that there is there can be that feeling of like, oh, this is the person with the authority and this is the person who has to kind of listen to it. So you have to be really careful the steeper the actual age difference is. Yeah, it's not appropriate. Uh, let's go to the fishbowl. You got it there. All right, here we are. I'm just gonna move my keys out of the way here. But leave mine in. Leave them in. I, a 22-year-old female, have just met this guy, a 43-year-old male. We had sex. It was great. We have a very good connection. It's been a few days, and I feel some real lust growing. Today, he admitted that our age difference was scary to him. I think he's shy to look like a man taking advantage of a young girl. And also, he's afraid I'll find someone my age that suits me better. I've already had a relationship with an older man who was also 42, so I feel comfortable in this situation. Is there something I should or could do to make him feel at ease with me? I don't want to force him to be with me, even though I feel like we could have fun together. Well, you know, dating someone with an age difference is um, not for the faint of heart, right? So here we have, like, she's he's twice as old as she is. There's a 20, mm-hmm. 21 year age difference here. You can't get into these types of relationships without having a conversation and a lot of them, a lot of them, because you have to look at the risks. Like what are the risks that we have? I will get, I will age. 
things will fall apart. Things will fall off my body. Um, you know, you <laughs> hopefully you will not be, the penis. You no. will be tempted to find something else. Like you have to talk about all the risks and then you have to talk about all your insecurities. I feel like this is going to happen and you have to just sort of weigh the risks. And then you, you get into the relationship after a lot of resolve, but you got to be a super communicator to be in a relationship with mm-hmm. an age difference. Cause you got it. And you have to be super honest and straightforward because you have to be able to say like, I'm worried this is going to happen. And I'm going to worry this is going to happen. Like, I think, you know, my previous, I can probably just say his name, Scott would say, I will take great care of you now. I'll give you great advice. I'll, you know, help to, you know, make good choices around where we live and, and, and why we're making those types of decisions. And, but then your counterbalance of that will be that, I will get older and you have to, you have to sign up for both parts of this. Mm-hmm. Right. And I used to think like, what happens if he had a stroke or what happens if, you know, something went wrong? Like I, I was signing up for all of the things of a person aging at twice your rate. It is definitely something to be aware of. If it, this is like, this is a relationship you're getting into. This is the long haul. This is that we want to make a commitment to each other that you are unfortunately quicker than some becoming almost nursemaid earlier than what you might feel comfortable with. Not that like 50 is ancient, but you know, no, but it is different. It is different, but I, I don't know. I'm reading this and maybe this is my own bias here. Like 22, 22 is not a lot of self-awareness. I mean, I don't want to paint everyone with the same brush here, but like 22 is not, is not the same. I mean, they're both still within like childbearing years. So, I mean, they still have that, family piece on the table but you know 22 like she would barely be out of university so she's still trying to establish who she is and what she wants so either she has a striking amount of situational awareness or there's something else at play here or she just wants to have fun i don't think anything in this comment actually says that she wants a relationship (laughs) it sounds to me like she just wants to have fun with this guy and he's the one who's overcomplicating it so i mean if that is the the thing and they're just looking for fun go nuts and let them know like that's really all i'm looking for do you think uh michael douglas and Catherine zeta joan ever had like this many conversations about their relationship i think they're the most famous right now of like have survived the long haul like on the distance yeah of, like a huge age gap in also in, 25 in years also mm-hmm. 25 years between them yeah no i think different rules apply when there's money Sure. <laughs> right. Because you think, but yeah, think about yeah. it. He's got lots of money. He comes from family and institutional wealth. She's got money. She was an actress and she's a philanthropist of her own regard. I think when money is off the table, it changes the dynamic too much to weigh in because then you, what's left? I'm in it for love, right? Versus the rest of us schmoes, we're in it for far different reasons. Mm-hmm. We're in it because it's too expensive to live alone. <laughs> <laughs> we can't Thanks afford inflation. two houses. That's right. That's right. But you're right, Kyle. They're not asking to go the long haul. But I mean, you have to honor his feelings there. She's looking for like, what words can I say to unlock the fantasy of this? But he he's saying the age difference is scary. You got to let him own that. I do think this is a great example, though, of uh, how so often we look at these sorts of relationships and it's like, oh, it's like this wolfish guy who's going after the younger woman and like he's being the aggressor. When sometimes that's not the case, it can actually be the exact of opposite course. and how the insecurities can start again with the age issue, which is like, I think I might be too old for you. <laughs> um, and that starts to like play. There's, there's also play the public persona, right? Like he says right in it, I don't want to mm-hmm. be seen as someone that's taking advantage of a young person, right? How will, how will I be seen? 
You got to kind of put mm-hmm. your blinders on because people will make comments, right? People will make comments. I was in it for eight plus years and people made comments. There were people had things to say and feel so cavalier to say them. I'll just add that part. Just like, oh, my opinion, which was not solicited, is as follows. Me and my, my brother are very tall. Like we're both taller than our parents. And so it's remarkable how often growing up and into my early 20s, strangers, other family members would always say the same thing, which is, it's like, which would be is like, hey, pretty sure that uh, your dad's your actual father or you're really sure that like that's those are your real parents. Oh, yeah. Um, anytime they ask that question, like, do you think that your dad is really your dad? I'm like, are you calling my mother a whore? And they just sit in the, in the awkwardness <laughs> and see what they said. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love that. This is why we're friends because it's the shade comes mm-hmm. out of nowhere. But when it connects, it stings. Next question. My 22 year old male girlfriend, 18 year old female. So his girlfriend is having doubts regarding our age difference. We are basically three and a half years apart on age and we have been together for 10 months. We loved talking to each other and entered a relationship is it morally wrong or gross for us to date? What are your opinions on this? I mean, what can they talk about, right? Like Pokemon, the first Pokemon game came out when he was a kid. And then the second one had already come out when she was. So there's nothing for them to talk about, actually. <laughs> there's just nothing that they yeah, can discuss. I, oh, God. Like 18 and 22, you're basically the same person. <laughs> I like, like I don't I, think, I don't I, know. I under, kind of understand this because when you are in high school like ooh I'm in ninth and he's in eleventh like I mean yes that's so scandalous and so but I know like, <laughs> it is so scandalous right doubts about your age difference we've been three and a half years apart and we've been together for ten months I like that he adds the half it's three and a half yeah. three would have been fine but the half you start rounding up or down I would... <laughs> the older you get yeah. That's always what I love about children. How old are you? I'm five and three quarters. Mm. I remember when Scott turned 60 and I was like, you're not, don't think of yourself as 60. Think of yourself as 700 months. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I would suspect that um, if you have to ask the question, you probably already know the answer. If you're finding it gross or wrong, uh, then you have to be honest to that. I mean, I at 39 i'm having a terrible terrible go here because kyle's just kyle's just added 15 years on either direction to men that he would date and i would i have done 25 we're the wrong people to answer this question (laughs) but if it bugs you if it bugs you then you have your answer all right well i'm sure you found useful answers in what we just said oh god i'm sorry sir i a 34 year old male really love my girlfriend brag she's a female of 43 years old what started as an affair two years ago quickly developed into a deep relationship the age difference never bothered me she was always the most beautiful woman in the whole world in my eyes she has two daughters but i really don't mind and for a time i really wanted to become a part of this family we even started making plans to live together However, for some reason, it started to change recently. I realized how her looks began deteriorating. For example, she sent me a photo of herself and I realized she looks really old in it. And I hate myself for it, but it's a problem for me. I still see the most beautiful woman in the world, especially when I look into her magical eyes, but I'm finding it more and more difficult to look past her aging body. I feel myself losing sexual interest in her. I really don't know what to do about it. She can see that something is bothering me, but I don't even know how to talk about it 
without hurting her emotions. Any advice will be much appreciated. Well, you know what I always say, if you can't directly say to your partner, I feel like you're getting ugly and I don't like it. You should always submit it to a podcast that the two of you probably listen Mm -hmm. to together. I always just think that that's that's clearly best practice, right, Kyle? (laughs) Clearly the more sane approach to it. Yeah. I'm going to give this guy some credit here for saying like, I, it's really bothering me. I want to talk to her about it, but I want to be cognizant of her feelings. Like, okay, thank you for that. That was a, that was a nice statement. I think the rest is super terrible. <laughs> right. But what I mean, to be totally honest and upfront here, was this something that you ever struggled with, with your husband? It was not my husband. Sorry. To pr- we were yeah. never married. That's right. Uh, no, never. But I had the benefit of him having like a gorgeous body. He was in phenomenal shape. From the time, if anything, his complaint would have been with me that I gained a lot of weight in that relationship. And I think, no, he, he was very, very good looking um, from the time that we started to the time that we called it quit. So I was incredibly lucky, but uh, I don't know how to say this now nicely without hurting feelings. Men do age great. They really do. Look at Steve Carell. He looked terrible on The Office. Funny but not hot. He's hot now. Like men age really great. Robert Redford is 5,000 years old <laughs> and every woman would be like, yeah, I tap that. So, I was actually this, just cause you brought up, uh, up uh, Robert Redford. <laughs> I felt the same way for like old Paul Newman. Like even when he was in his late sixties, oh, I'm like, yeah. oh, he can still take yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. So the benefit here, like the, the unfairness of it is that men really do age well. And I see it all the time. I mean, even you, we've been friends for years now. While we've been acquaintances, you'll never admit that we're friends. You're better looking now than you've ever been. And every time I see you, I'm like, he's getting better looking. Yeah. And I look in the mirror and just see a corpse waiting to die. Yeah. So keep doing that because it's just going to keep you from finding love. That's fine. Just every time you say that, I'm just like, well, we can probably re-up for season after season after season of this. But but men do get better with age. Women do not age well. I am a great test case of this. I don't understand why I'm going to have to tuck my boobs into my belt, man. Like what? what they used to be so perky and cute and ready for fun and now they just look like they're like we don't know why we're still attached to this sad depleted body like everything's going south everything is going south what is helpful though jen if it does flood you know that you're not going to be swept away you can use them for sandbags (laughs) so this this is why we're friends like there's always a silver lining Mm -hmm. jen yeah women do not age well it's just Unless you're Jane Fonda, and mm. I don't know what happened to her, but she's full of plastic, right? Wow. Yeah, that's what happened to her. Uh, she had money. Um, so just like the world's oceans, yeah. So this is the, this is the challenge that is inevitably going to happen when we have the woman as older than the man is that he's going to watch her age poorly while she's going to watch him age likely very well. So it has to be based on other things. It has to be based on the connection that you have. It has to be you know, based on the shared goals that you have on the way you see the world, the things that make you laugh together. Mm -hmm. And if you can't get over like, tell me, Kyle, how this conversation could even go between these two people. You can't. There's literally no way you can broach this subject. This is something that you literally have to take to the grave. I'm, I'm, I'm being so serious right now. This is not something you come up to your significant other and be like, Listen, I think you're kind of ugly sometimes. Like, there's just no way you can tactfully bring that up into conversation. 
You have to do what you you just said there, Jen, which is like you have to focus in on what brought you into the relationship in the first place. If she truly is the most beautiful person that you've ever seen, you have to harness that. And hopefully there's more to the relationship than just the physical attraction. Because once again, when there is this bigger age gap, you have to confront something that confronts all long term relationships somewhere along the line, which is looks fade. And so the core of the relationship is what's going to sustain it. So you've just arrived at that uh, junction quicker than most. Hey, you want to know how to have a dynamic relationship? Try the John Sanford test. So John's my dad. Try this test. When came to ask my dad for permission to marry me, and my dad just asked one question. He said, "Uh, do you like her? Yeah, I love her. And he said, that's not what I asked you. I asked you, do you like her? And he said, well, I do. I more than like her. I love her. And he's like, yeah, that's not the question that I'm asking you. Mm-hmm. I'm asking you, do you like her? And he kept just saying, like, I love her. I love it. Later, he told me this story. And I was like, do you know why he asked you if you like me? It's because my father will tell you if you want to go the long haul. And the long haul is longer than it's ever been. You know, the, the love will fade. The love will fade. And but if you like someone. It manifests itself in all the great things. It manifests itself in respect, in loyalty, in camaraderie, in teamwork, in all of those things that, that can, a marriage can sustain. And he said it was a big red flag when didn't utter the words. Yeah, I like her. I like her as a person. She's a friend to me. She's someone who listens to me. And, and he said he, he never said it. He just kept saying, well, I like him more than love, more than like, I love her. And he said, like, that's the that's the test. That's the test, because when it fades and it comes apart and you're just like putting together a puzzle with that person, do you like that you're in this room with this person putting together this puzzle because you like this person? So this would be my test is to say to your partner, do you like me Mm -hmm. and see if they say, yeah, of course I like you. And then ask them to list the reasons why they like you. I think that's why you see so many friends have relationship packs. Like if we're still single at 50, let's get married <laughs> and then do it and then do a murder suicide. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For the record, because we've been asked this, Kyle and I do not have such a pact. No, because every time somebody says, you know what, if the two of you are on the hunt for love, why don't you two just date each other? Kyle can't ask, that, can't answer that question without starting with ew. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> I just think the ew is unnecessary. <laughs> I think the ew is unnecessary. You could just say no, but you have to say, ew, no. And I'm like, okay, no one needs the emphasis. Mm-hmm. It, that hurts my feelings. All right. Well, moving on. Here's our last question. I, a 21-year-old male, started dating a 19-year-old female, but her parents do not approve of the age difference. They claim it created an unhealthy power dynamic since I finished college at 20 and she is still studying. I moved away from home at 17, but she still lives at her parents' house. I get that she is a bit younger than me, but how do I convince her parents that I do not want to abuse the power dynamic despite the two-year gap? Jen, how do you convince parents well, that they're wrong? I, th- I would invite you to consider whether the concern with your parents is the person or just situational. Because there's a difference between I want my child to have this great learning experience and be focused and be young and live their life versus I don't like this guy. Mm-hmm. So I would invite a conversation. I mean, I was glib here before. I actually do kind of understand the parents' point of view in a way. We'll explain it then. This person 
they they are at two very different points in their life, which is one person True. is about to go into the workforce, start to plant their roots, uh, try and get their career up and running. Where someone is really start is focused on I need to be studying, I need to get these good marks so that I can have that career that I'm that I'm looking to have. And so there is that bit of a a difference in quote unquote the power dynamic. And I think that they probably just want their daughter to have good schooling, get a good job and not ruin it because she's dating a stupid guy. Not not casting aspersions. I'm sure yeah. you're you're beautiful and wonderful human being. But I'm thinking that's what their point of view is. Like we do not want her to be so close to the finish line and for it to all go to waste because this guy kind of waltzes into her life. I think there's two options here. You respect their wishes and wait for her to finish college slash university and then pursue this. Or B, you you yeah, go to them hat in hand uh, with a PowerPoint presentation and go like, listen, this is why. These are the five reasons why I should be dating your daughter. And then the police will be called and you'll never see her ever again. Yeah, I think we're missing a voice here, right? Because you have the parents speaking on this True. woman's behalf. We don't know what she wants. Him. We don't know what she wants. And I would argue that she is the quintessential piece of deciding, right? A, a relationship at the end of the day is between the two people. God, don't get into the habit of getting all these people in bed with you, right? I I was in that marriage where it was my parents were having a say, his parents were having a say. And I remember looking at my husband and just being like, oh my God, this is complicated. We got a lot of people in here. We got a lot of voices. Why don't we just listen to the two of us? The other thing that I would question here is why you can't just trust the process. I mean, you've got a lot of time. What would happen if you were just like a really great friend? Like if you just said, let's take a step back and let's be a friend, like trust it. Because so often at this age, you feel like love is fleeting. Love is fleeting. And if you don't just crush it, it's going to disappear. But the truth is, is that if you push it, you break it. You push it, you break it. And I think that there's a lot of people listening right now who had a college boyfriend who you pushed it to be more serious and more intense than it needed to be. And you broke it. And that could be the case here. There's nothing wrong with just being a great friend, mm -hmm. right? Sending some emails back and forth, some fun texts, being on TikTok, you know, having some fun together and then saying, if this is meant to be, it'll be. And if it's not meant to be, well, then at least we were great friends. Mm -hmm as it became what it wanted. But you got to figure out like, like where you're at. Like if it's young, unbridled love and you can't, you know, you can't quit, then you got to listen to that. I don't know. I, I'm always a, a big belief that we have to hear the voice of the parent because they, you know, they have a perspective that matters. But this is between you and your, and your partner. She's 19. It's not like she's, you know, 15, right? She's, you know, this is between the two of you. And if you're committed, but I like to know what she thinks. Yeah. But it's let, let's get to the root of his question. Cause he does say, how do I convince her parents you that don't. I don't want to abuse the power dynamic? You well, you don't convince anybody to let them be in a relationship for you. Just be yourself, be a kind, cordial person, let your best self out, you know, make, you know, make yourself happy, make your partner happy, you know, find opportunities for joy and the right thing will level out, you know, hear the concern, validate it, you know, but you know, find your own voice in this thing. And uh, I, I have a sense from the way the question is articulated that he's a very respectful young person. So that matters. Continue to be respectful. Um, but this is between you, you and your partner. Sorry, all the parents out there. All right. Well, that's this week's fishbowl. All right. So let's go to the burning question. The question's so good, it burns a little. Ow! What is the average? Oh, this is a quiz mm. for you, Kyle. In North America, 
what is the average age difference between couples? What is the, what is the, all couples Hmm. of all, all points and sizes? What is the average age difference? Do you think? That's a good question. I'm going to say my gut instinct is five. You think the average age, that means half the population that's married or in a a steady relationship is more than five. Oh yeah, you're right. Okay. So, wow. Really overshot it there with the five, didn't I? I'm going to say three then. I'm going to say the average difference is three. Oh, you're close. It's 2.3, which I will remind you to our, what was it? The second question uh, in the, from the fishbowl where they were three and a half years and he felt that was scandalous. Yeah, right. Scandalo. So we'll go back to that question to say like two. Do, why do you think it's two years? Like, what do you think it is about the two years? Well, I think. Why do you think that is? Well, I, I, I guess I have two minds of this. I think that there are so many relationships that start within like a college or university framework. So you're roughly the same age anyways, or in school somewhere along the way. But you, you're taking out a contention right away. A classmate a person that you grew up with, mm-hmm. like you're taking out of contention the people that are closest to your ecosystem. Do you find that fascinating? I guess so. I mean, I, I'm just saying too, I think it's easier. You're not guaranteed success or not success. I'm just saying, I think it's easier to date or, 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 or be with people that are roughly the same age as you are. One, cause mm-hmm. you have, you know, shared points of um, contact, pop culture references. I think I, I just think that's you're probably just naturally inclined <laughs> to go with someone that's roughly around that same age range. So what I'm hearing you say is that if you are 36 and a half to 42 years old, you're for us. Mm-hmm. Listen to this podcast, write to us, ask us out on a date. We're your people according to the national average. That's right. Yeah. And you can start that process by reaching out to us on one of our social channels. We are on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at somebody date. That's our handle. All three, all three are the same at somebody date, which is kind of a, kind of a miracle. Yeah. I'll just say. And uh, you can always submit your own fishbowl question. We don't really care what it's about. Just send it to us. Sometimes they're so good. We build a whole episode around it. And sometimes they're so bad that we have to call the police. More about that later. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can visit our website, somebody date Jen and Kyle. That's jenn.com. And you'll see a giant fishbowl there and the question of the week. And you can submit to both as anonymously as you choose. But send in your stuff because this episode only works with you people. Well, Kyle, it's the close of Friday night. You ready to say goodbye? Are you ready to say goodbye? I am. This feels like it's like Mr. Rogers or something. And we're like winding down the episode. Or I feel like that. What was that show with the tennis racket? Oh, this is a Canadian thing. It's romper room is what you're thinking. And no one knows what we're talking about. Yes. We should have an adult romper room. (laughs) That's just what escape rooms are. (laughs) We'll continue to marinate on that. But in the meantime, as you find your own quest to love out there, just be safe. And we'll see you next Friday. Thanks for joining us. Good night. Bye.